Hi there. Welcome to the While You Wait podcast, where it's all about helping women just like you learn about the bladder while you're waiting for your appointment with that specialist. Each week, I'll combine science, medicine, and common sense so you can learn, become empowered, and get started on your journey to dryness. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Boyles, a board-certified urogynecologist. Let's get started. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Botox and how Botox can improve overactive bladder symptoms or urgency urinary incontinence and frequency and urgency. I get a lot of questions about this, and a lot of women want to know the details of this procedure and what it's like. So let me walk you through that. So before I get started, let's just talk a little bit about Botox. So what is Botox? So the Botox that we use is onobotulinum toxin A, which is a neurotoxin that is produced by bacteria. So using a toxin sounds a little terrifying, but we've been using this for decades now, and we've figured out how to use it safely. Botox interferes with the cell signaling, and it temporarily paralyzes muscle fibers. Specifically, it blocks the presynaptic release of acetylcholine, which decreases the muscarinic receptor activation involved in muscle contraction. So all you need to know is it really stops your muscle from contracting. This is how it prevents facial wrinkles, so it stops dynamic facial wrinkles. You can't move the muscles to furrow your brow, and so then you can't have the wrinkles. When we use Botox for any reason, we have to directly inject it into the muscle. All of the reasons that we use Botox involve tight muscles or overactive muscles. Botox works well, but it does wear off over time, so it needs to be repeated to maintain the effect. And for most women, Botox will last 6 to 12 months. The idea of injecting anything into your bladder doesn't thrill most women, but this is something that I do every day in the office. Many women have had it done multiple times. They come to see me every 6 to 12 months, and they don't find it to be painful. I usually ask you to avoid bladder irritants for a few days before the procedure because I think this makes it less uncomfortable if your bladder isn't a little bit irritated. Before you have Botox, it's really important for you to know what can go wrong, what the most common complications or side effects are. So you can definitely get a urinary tract infection from Botox, and this happens about 35% of the time. I usually treat my patients with a few days of antibiotics to minimize the chance of infection, but it can still happen, and some women will get several infections after a Botox injection. Bladder Botox can also work too well, and it can cause trouble emptying. This happens 5 to 10% of the time. Many women who have trouble emptying don't really realize it unless they come into the office and we check it for them. And we do this and we keep an eye on it. We can measure the amount that's left in your bladder with an ultrasound. And many of these women don't have any bothersome symptoms. But others can't empty and they'll actually have to catheterize themselves until the Botox wears off. 
This is uncommon and it happens about one to 2% of the time, but it is a nasty surprise. And so it's something that we discuss a lot before we do the first Botox treatment. In my experience, it's rare for poor emptying to happen for the first time after your first injection. So if it didn't happen the first time, it's unlikely to happen on subsequent injections. One of the things that's important to think about here is 1% to 2% of the time is not very often, but for any individual patient, it either happens 0% or 100% right? It either happens or it doesn't happen. So if this sounds like a side effect that you could not deal with, even though it will wear off over time, then Botox is not a good therapeutic intervention for you. All of the side effects from Botox are bladder-related, and this is very different from medications, which often cause systemic symptoms, so symptoms throughout your whole body. There's no associated dry mouth, dry eyes, memory issues, or constipation, and you don't have to remember to take it every day. So when I place Botox, I have to directly inject it in the bladder. This means that I do a cystoscopy where we use a small scope, kind of like a very narrow little telescope, to look into the bladder. You have to be in stirrups while we're doing this, and this frequently is the most uncomfortable part of the procedure. Before we do the procedure, we numb the bladder. And there are different protocols, but I generally place 10 different injections throughout the bladder to evenly distribute the Botox through the base of the bladder. The whole procedure, including the numbing, usually takes less than 15 minutes. So one of the things that I always want to ensure is that all questions are answered and that you understand all of the risks of Botox and that you understand how we're going to place it. This can be done in an earlier appointment or it may be done on the same day, but it's very important to me that you understand the procedure and you accept the risks prior to getting started. So Botox can be done in the office or in an operating room. It is most commonly done in the office. I don't usually premedicate with anything, but for women who tend to be anxious or who've had a bad experience in the office with a different procedure, this can absolutely be done. So when we're doing Botox, you come to the office and then you undress from the waist down in the exam room. We check a urine specimen to make sure that you don't have an infection. If you do have an infection, we would postpone the procedure. If you don't, then you put your feet up in stirrups, and we numb the bladder by placing the numbing medicine with a small catheter in the bladder and in the urethra. Prior to doing this, we clean the urethra, and then we wait a few minutes for the numbing medication to take hold. You don't need to be in stirrups while numbing. At this point in time, these first steps are done by my assistant, and then I come into the room, and I usually make sure that you don't need anything else, that you don't have any other questions, and then I talk the whole time so that you know which step I'm on and what I'm doing. 
At this point, I put on gloves, I clean the urethra again, then I wash my hands and I put on sterile gloves. I place part of the scope in the urethra, I remove a centerpiece, I drain the numbing medicine out of the bladder, and then I place the middle part of my scope. I hook the water up to the scope. You need to fill the bladder to be able to inject correctly, and so you'll feel a little bit of cool water filling your bladder. I then hook up my light source so that I can see in the bladder. I place a very long, skinny, skinny needle through the working channel of the scope. I connect the syringe with the Botox to the needle, and then I push all of the air out of the needle. At this point in time, I'm ready to look in the bladder and figure out where my needle placements are going to go. I place the needle and then I usually inject one milliliter of Botox into the bladder. I place the needle and I speak to my assistant and my assistant is actually the one who injects the material as I'm watching. I then repeat this nine times. At the end, I use an additional flush to make sure all of the medication is out of the needle. I then retract the needle. I look for bleeding. This is the end of the procedure, so I drain the bladder and remove the scope. And that is the entire extent of the Botox procedure. Once we're done, I ask you to empty your bladder before you leave. The first time we do this, I'd like you to stay in the office for about 20 minutes just to make sure that you're not having any unexpected side effects and that you're feeling okay. Like I said before, I ask you to take a small antibiotic for a day or two to minimize the chance of infections. And then after the procedure, I ask you to come back to the office in two weeks just to check your emptying and to make sure that you're emptying okay and to double check and see how well the Botox is working for you. When you go home that day, you might notice that your urine is a little bit pink and this is just from the injections. You might feel that your bladder is a little irritated. But in general, once the procedure is over, you should not have any discomfort. One of the things that I notice with Botox is I feel like the anticipation of the procedure, especially that first time, is often worse than the procedure itself. And I notice that if my patients are comfortable with me and comfortable with my assistant, then usually the procedure goes very, very well for them because trusting your team is a big part of controlling anxiety that can happen around procedures. So I'll include some details about Botox in the show notes. This way you can do some additional research if you are interested in Botox. There are lots of physicians out there who inject Botox into the bladder. Many urologists will do this, urogynecologists will do this, and it is a very effective way to treat overactive bladder, helping in 60 to 80% of women. So Botox may be a great option for you. You also may not like the idea of Botox, and that is okay too. I think it's just important for you to know about all of the treatments that are available for overactive bladder. So let's get you moving forward on your journey to dryness. Thanks for listening. 
If you want more information about me or my online work, check out my website at www.thewomensbladderdoctor.com.